Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks fans, welcome in. A Bucks win and a Bucks cover against the Philadelphia 76ers. 112-101. I'm Bill Schmid, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. The first ever 35. 20 game from the MVP, the soon-to-be back-to-back MVP, Giannis Atetokounmpo. All night, you got to hear a great, an all-time great Reggie Miller tell you what the difference between your best player and the Philadelphia 76ers' best player was. And time in and time out, it came back to one thing, effort. No better way and no better guy and no better city to be hearing a guy simply talking about effort being the difference between your best player and their best player. Welcome in. It's Big and Safe Probes postgame show. My name is Bill Schmidt. I appreciate you hanging out. And on this postgame show tonight especially, we get to be joined by a Hall of Famer, Sidney Moncrief, right here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline to start us out. If you're leaving Pfizer Forum, it's 414-799-1250. If you're at home, 414-799-1250 as well. But we welcome in right now, courtesy of Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, the Hall of Famer, Sidney Moncrief. Sidney, appreciate the time as always tonight. The effort from your MVP, Giannis Atetokounmpo, is just something to be held. It's amazing to watch. Yes, if you watch the way he plays the game, not only Giannis, all the Bucks players, because mm-hmm. it really takes a full team to generate the energy to generate effort for from your best player. Because if you're playing hard and your teammates are not, then you take your level naturally down a little bit. But Giannis sets the pace. And then his teammates continues to pick up the pace. And when you watch how they chase loose balls, how they play to the end of the ball game, Philadelphia had a player with six seconds. He's walking off the court. The Bucks have the basketball. I'm like, they could throw it to someone for a layup. Yep. They 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 had given up on the ball game where Giannis just played to the end as as did all the Bucks players. They played extremely hard tonight. And that's how they played. That's not a, that, that's not anything unusual. That's right. how they play the game of basketball. No, that that's not a made for national television special. They're not doing this just because they lost to the 76ers team. I think that they had a little bit extra in the tank tonight, but you're right. The the defensive intensity that you see out of the Bucks when the ball gets into the lane, you just don't see teams crash the boards and close down and double harder and with more intensity than the Bucks do. 
every time Philadelphia took the basketball to the bucket or in the paint, the Bucks had at least two or three players contesting the shot or contesting the basketball, reaching, grabbing, making sure that no one got an easy basket, whereas the Bucks were able to get in the paint with a little less resistance. I will give Philly some credit when they matched up big against Giannis, which is how you have to match up against Giannis. He was still able to get into the paint, but they boxed him up pretty well and prevented him from having easy shots. But tonight we also saw we saw Giannis take a three-point shot, make a three-point shot, mm-hmm. make a pull-up jump shot, make a rebound dunk shot, make a dunk shot. Every shot you could make, he made a up-and-under shot. Every offensive shot that you could make, he made tonight, which is pretty amazing. It was so incredible to watch. And, I mean, it, it really is every single time you get to watch this guy play basketball. But Sidney Moncrief joining us here, Hall of Famer on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Sidney, when you see the different level of intensity like that, it's it's an 11-point game towards the end of the ball game. And Giannis is chasing down Ben Simmons when he has an easy layup and not allowing an easy bucket at the end of the game. You just don't see that out of MVPs across the league. And and I think you've played in this market. You've been in this in this city as a coach and as a player. It just there's a different connection. I've always thought this as somebody that grew up in the area. There's a different connection between the player, the teams, and the fans here in this market. It's very blue collar. It's very hardworking. And this team really feels like it embodies the city. It really does, and and I'm going to disagree with you, Bill, on one thing. <clears throat> Most MVP players, superstars, will chase the ball down with an 11-point lead. That was not anything unusual. Uh, but Giannis seems to just play at that high level the entire game, and he sets the tone for the rest of his teammates, and the teammates set the tone for him. And it was very beautiful watching them contesting Tobias Harris went to the lane was not a lot of time left in the ball game. He went up to shoot the basketball and at least two players tried to block his shot, Mm -hmm. including Giannis. And and to me, that separates this team. It was a close game between nine minutes left and six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Middleton makes the three is foul. Giannis makes the three. Blessville makes the three that turns into two. Your three best players made plays when the game got tight, they did not have to rely on just one player. And that's going to be the key, I think, going into the playoffs where the other guys step up mm-hmm. when the game gets tight. Talking with Sidney Moncrief here, Pick and Save Probes postgame show. If you're leaving Pfizer Forum, it's 414-799-1250 if you want to get in line right now. Sidney, when you talk about Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe, especially to be able to win a championship, those two guys are going to be so important for this team down the stretch in a game like tonight, where it definitely had a, a, a playoff preview feel. And we know that these two teams were early on in the preseason projected to go up against each other. Eric Bledsoe in particular, there have been conversations and talks that he needs to be performing better in the playoffs as a player. How do you block that out and continue to go night in and night out, even in a game like tonight, that it was definitely hyped up around you. Yeah, I think with Eric, He just needs to play like he played tonight. He scores 14 points. He gets eight rebounds. Milton has seven rebounds. Anytime your your three best players can get a total of over 30 rebounds, then you're going to be in good shape. He's He's a good enough player to make plays in the playoffs. I think with Giannis at this higher level, it's going to occupy more of the 
other opponent's space and, and mindset where he should have some opportunities, and he's capable of scoring. If he can score between 14 and 20 points in the playoffs consistently, keep his turnovers down, and get those eight, seven rebounds per game with some assists, defensively he's doing a great job. People are overlooking what he's doing on the defensive end. For sure. But if he could just keep his offense pretty consistent, he doesn't have to score 30 points or 25 points in the playoffs. Just stay steady and stay consistent. And, and play within yourself and, and the defensive side of it. Eric Bledsoe is a tremendous defender, and then they're able to funnel guys in. We know what Giannis can do blocking shots, but Brooke Lopez has been a wonder blocking shots all year long. Best in the Eastern Conference. He was good again at it tonight. I just don't know how you can – I don't know how – how do you attack the paint against the Bucks? I just don't – because Lopez, is, he's long. He can block shots. He's intelligent. He knows how to position his body. And then you have Giannis. With length, intelligence, athleticism, they're going to be hard to penetrate against in the playoffs as we're seeing them in in the regular season. They're going to be a very difficult team to get into the paint against. And they're also defending the three-point shot. So I just don't see – I'm looking at the schedule moving forward. You You can't count wins. You can't count losses. You just don't know. But when you look at their schedule, the remaining games, uh, you have Toronto, maybe three three more games against Toronto, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers, uh, you have a, maybe a couple, two or three elite teams you're playing against the rest of the year after All-Star break, and that's it. All the other teams are way, way below 500. So I, I, I think the Bucks will keep the intensity. They will keep playing at a high level. They're going to be well-positioned going into the playoffs. Sidney Moncrief talking Bucks basketball after an 11-point win against the Philadelphia 76ers on TNT, 36-20. and 20. Sydney, I used to play a lot of video games when I was uh, a little bit younger, and I didn't even put up numbers like that. How do you do that in an NBA game playing 35 minutes? Well, he, he, first of all, he's long. People forget he's a seven-footer, uh, and but 20 rebounds is still difficult to get. But he has length. He's a, he's a very tall, athletic player. And anything that comes off the glass, I know that he, he owns it. He claims it. He's aggressive. He goes after the basketball every time on the defensive glass. And when you hold a team to 34%, I'm sorry, 37% shooting, guess what you're going to have a lot of? A lot of rebounds. Yep. They're, miss, they're missing shots. And he was able to be in the right position because he works very hard at it. The last four games, Giannis has led the team in scoring and led the team in rebounds, and he's averaged over 30 a night in all of those games, averaging over 30 points a night here in 2019-2020. He's a captain of the All-Star game. Sydney, you played in a couple of those. What's that moment like for a player? After the first All-Star game, it's nothing. I'm the wrong person to ask. I did not like (laughs) All-Star games. (laughs) Don't ask me that question. I thought it was the biggest waste of my weekend ever. Uh, The first time was exciting. You're hyped up. But after that, you're you're sort of on cruise control. So, so Bill, I'm not the right person to ask. No, you're the the smartest person to ask. Because, Sydney, you wanted to get a couple of days off and get some legs, get some rest on your legs. Hey, I I guarantee you I was playing more than 36 minutes a game. So, I needed needed my rest. I needed my legs to be fresh. And the All-Star game was not part of of my plan to be a a great player. But, you know, when you make them like that, Giannis is the face of the NBA right now. Mm Mm-hmm. He was able to face of the NBA. He picked tonight against LeBron James, and it was it was always fun to watch those two on television together. As somebody that grew up 
loving to watch LeBron James, and now I get to see Giannis in my own city. Uh, you see the paths cross, and, and hopefully we get to see them cross uh, in the NBA Finals with the Lakers and Bucks. Sydney, I got one final thing for you. When, when you just touched on playing a lot more than 35 minutes a game, how impressive to you as somebody that played a ton of minutes and you guys had to battle in that conference all the time with, with the two teams that you went up against, Philadelphia, Boston was always keeping the win totals high. How impressive is what they've done without playing the load of minutes on the starters? It's very impressive, and that's because they have they have good talent, great coaching staff. The game plans are always solid. And when you win by an average of 12 points per ball game, 12.4, that's in the history of basketball right now, then you're going to have a number of games where you, you can just cruise and not play as many. You don't cruise while you're playing, of course, but you can just sit on the bench and watch your teammates play. They want to stay in that position the rest of the year so they're very fresh in the playoffs. But you don't want to rest too much. You want to have mm-hmm. that edge going into the playoffs. Is that a difficult thing for a player to, to kind of monitor, or is that solely just on the coaching staff to take take notice of? That's on the coaching staff. I don't think this team is going to have that issue. The coaching staff understands the distribution of minutes and how important it is to be, be sharp in the playoffs. Sometimes the games come a lot quicker in the playoffs depending on who your opponent might be, and the coaches understand that. They will monitor minutes, but they will make sure that players don't shut down mentally and emotionally because they're not playing enough minutes. Our conversation with Sidney Moncrief, the Hall of Famer, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles off I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive. Sydney, for this team at this particular moment, they do not make any moves at the trade deadline. We had a couple of conversations about it, and uh, I knew that you were going to be happy when I found out that the Bucks stood pat, and a lot of teams around the Eastern Conference did as well. I was very happy, but I was thinking the other day, Bill, that had John made a move, I would have felt confident it was the right move. So I think with, with this organization, you don't really have to worry about them making a lot of bad moves that's going to hurt the chemistry or the flow of this team. I was confident. Had he made a move, I would have been okay with it because it would have been one that would have helped the team. Ultimately, he has not made many moves that that have hurt this team. And the thing that I really like about it and appreciate, Sidney, is when he's made a mistake, he's admitted to it and then went and changed it. And sometimes uh, it can be hard-headed in that front office every once in a while when when it's one of your guys. Well, you really – you're human. You're dealing with human beings as players. Sometimes you're going to see a guy that you think fits your team, and they don't. And that's how long has the NBA been going on for how many years? I've seen it all my 11 years. You're going to make mistakes, but you hope to make better moves. You hope to make more good moves than bad moves. I bet his percentage is way, way up to 60, 70, 80, maybe 90 percent of his deals are good, solid deals. He's the reigning executive of the year. He's got the reigning MVP and the reigning coach of the year. And arguably, you can say all of them are having better years than they did last year. Sydney, appreciate the time tonight. We'll talk on Monday Thank after you. Bucks and Kings. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Bill. Thank you. Thanks. That's Sydney Moncrief, the Hall of Famer, joining us tonight, as always, on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, courtesy of Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. That is so much fun. It never gets old talking to the Hall of Famer, Sydney Moncrief, on this show. He joins me on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is your passion outgrowing your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. 414-799-1250. If you're leaving Fiserv Forum or you're watching at home in the comfort of your couch, 
What did you see out of this Bucks team that was so much different against this Philadelphia 76ers team? The broadcast on TNT I thought was tremendous, and Reggie Miller, Charles Barkley, Shaq, and Kenny Smith did not hold back. I think they're exactly right, and I think you should be proud of the reasons why your team is so much different than the one from Philadelphia that just got a 11-point L at Fiserv Forum, a 112-101 victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. We're talking about it with you. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Austin D is in the house. You can be here, too, at 799-1250. We're back right after this on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. He's got four. Nice play. Antetokounmpo will tap it up and in. Giannis has got 16 with 10 rebounds. Another double-double. Kevin Harlan on the call. Reggie Miller alongside. Kristen Ledlow was on the broadcast as well. She's caught up with Giannis Antetokounmpo after the game. We'll hear from that coming up here in a little while. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. 105.7 FM, The Fan. 12 of the AM in the free radio.com app. Bucks hand out a whooping the night to the Philadelphia 76ers. I wish I could really say that, but it wasn't. It was just a tale of two different teams. Bucks down four after the first quarter and an ugly game from both teams. Really, Giannis, Dante DiVincenzo, and Robin Lopez, the only ones keeping the Bucks at bay. Everybody that had played had scored. Robin Lopez and Dante each with 8-19 after two quarters from Giannis. Only Buck in double figures. It was Giannis against Tobias Harris for the first half. Bucks outscoring Philadelphia by 7. Had a three-point lead, 54-51 at recess. And then were able to jet out with a 32-23 outburst in the third quarter that incorporated a couple of big runs. That one to end out the second quarter that you just heard there. Part of an 8-0 run that the Bucks went on to get back out in front. There were 10 lead changes in this game early on through about two and a half quarters. And then the Bucks were able to take the lead for good, get themselves out to a 13-point lead. It reached as many as 15, and the Bucks end up finishing it off. A 112-101 victory tonight. Giannis, 13 of 25, 36 points, 20 rebounds. 20 rebounds along with six assists, a steal. Does not get credited for a block. I'd love to see how many shots they credited him for altering. Him and Brooke Lopez were all over, folks. Once you got into the painted area, and at one point they started dropping Giannis just down into the restricted area as a rim protector into a de facto zone. And any time Ben Simmons or anybody else was able to get into the lane, there were three to four bodies meeting that man into the paint before he was able to get a shot off. The defensive intensity that you see out of this club is unmatched by anybody else. They're the number one offense and the number one defense. And when you're 44 and 7, you kind of expect that, right? When you're that, when you're 44 and 7, and you have that type of a lead across the Eastern Conference, and you have that type of a superstar, to have that type of effort throughout the entire night, 
I will say it feels to me it's unlike any other. There's a group in this league that, whether to a fault or to uh, a purpose, will go harder in cert- on certain nights. There are definitely clubs across the league that have certain players that they bring it on different nights. Then there's some, like 76ers with Joel Embiid, who they'll bring it right away. It doesn't go well. They're going to check out, check back in late in the third, see where it's at, go into the fourth. All right, now it's time to roll. Joel Embiid was one for 10 in the first half. And if you watched him on the floor during the game tonight, you could tell that he was one of 10 after one half. Looked like a third grader that got his ball taken away at recess and was just sitting by the edge, didn't want to really talk to anybody, sitting at the end of the bench. Reggie Miller was just hypercritical, and I I really enjoyed the analysis because that's a guy that has not played on just straight title contenders all the time. His Indiana teams were very good, and he was a mainstay in the playoffs. But Reggie Miller knows what it's like to be the best player on a team and everybody looking at you to be the spark. Everybody's looking at you to be the reason to maybe get a little bit more. Everybody's looking at you to be the answer when the chips are down. Everybody looking at Giannis could tell that he wanted this game more than anything because it's the only one that he can win tonight. Forget if this game had more importance than others in the regular season. It had more importance because it was the only one you could win today. It doesn't matter who. It's a nameless opponent seemingly every night. The only reason why this team is different than the 76ers is because of the energy and intensity that gets set by their best player every single night. That funnels down, folks. You see the leader of your group, the leader of your team, bringing a different attitude every day. I mean, it's across business. Happy employees usually equal happy people. If you're hanging out with, if you're working with people that you enjoy being with, a lot of times you're more productive. A lot of times you bring a better attitude to work as well. Inside that Bucks locker room, it starts with 34, and he knows it, and he's taking it upon himself to every single night. Be the pillar that the teammates can look at and say, don't got to worry about that guy. You can say what you want about, and I always go back to football because that's the one that I played. Everybody always wants to go back to Brett Favre and say, man, that dude was this, that, and the other thing. Never had to question that dude had, had everything that day, that he brought everything that day. You never question that with Giannis. If he has an off night, not out of a lack of effort, tonight's 6 of 26, 3 of 10 from downtown. That was Joel Embiid's stat line with 19 points, 4 of 7 from the floor. His three threes came in the fourth quarter and started to spark the 76ers. He had a nice and one. Looking around at the rest of the folks, and it's just a flat group. Because the precedent was set early. When you bring in a different attitude at the top, it funnels down. It definitely does. And then... 
You see 20 points from Chris Middleton, 8 of 17. This wasn't Chris's best night. 3 of 8 from downtown. 7 boards, all defensive. 3 assists. He'll tell you this wasn't his best game. Eric Bledsoe, 6 of 14. A lot of people not happy with his 3 of 9 in the first half. I'm not going to tell you that he played the best. But in 33 minutes, every single time he faced up man-to-man, you didn't question anything you saw there. Steam wins by 11 tonight against a team that blew them out the last time these two clubs met. And Wesley Matthews, Pat Connaughton, we heard from all of them earlier today at shootaround. They all knew what the final was the last time these two clubs met. And if you didn't think that the Bucks maybe had just a little bit something extra for the Philadelphia 76ers, I think you're kidding yourself tonight. 799-1250 if you want to join the conversation. Mike is in Greenfield. He's up on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Mike, what's on your mind tonight? I wanted to take it off speakerphone. I'm sorry. Um, I I forgot about the game, but I got to catch uh, most of the second half. And Giannis, boy, when he decides, when he, I'll try and calm down. When he decides, and he's always, he, he, I don't know. Now, Mike, we're we're starting to lose you, Mike. If you, if you want to give us a call back, you can. He's starting to lose you on that phone there. A little bit better phone connection, 414-799-1250. But just like that, when you find a different level of effort and a different level of superstar, this guy is unlike anybody else this league has seen for for a little while. Started having a conversation earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show about you know who's the best player in the league. And at the core, right away, you say Giannis, hands down. And then the remembrance of what happened in the playoffs last year will bring Kawhi Leonard into it. And what you've seen for the last 15 years brings LeBron James into it. But for my money right now today, Ryan McDonough, former NBA GM, said you pull all 30 teams, an executive from each one. He goes, I don't believe you'll find any other one, any other answer as to what team you want to or what player you want to start your organization with. There's, there's one guy that you want, and that's that's Giannis. He is one of the few guys in all of pro sports that plays with his hair on fire every single time he steps onto the floor. It is absolutely incredible to watch this guy play each, each night that we get to. Mark says, I was thinking this was not one of the best Bucks games I've seen. They were playing one of the better teams in the East and still won by double digits. They were able to finish the job. And when you're able to go through a night like tonight in a season where the 76ers, yeah, they got the best of you last time out. Bucks had something for them tonight. Don't kid yourself that they didn't. We're going to hear from the MVP and take it through the rest of what happened in tonight's game. Coming up here next on the Pig and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show, I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. I appreciate you hanging out here with us tonight. If you leave in Pfizer Forum, want to hear from you at 414-799-1250. What was the atmosphere like? Because on TNT, the crowd sounded loud, to say the least, at Pfizer Forum earlier tonight. Guys, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin wants to simplify your life, and they're also doing some so with a deal that you just cannot you cannot miss. You cannot wait because the entire month of February, last month's financing offer has been extended through February 29th because it's a leap year this year. You get to choose between 10-year, 2.99% APR financing, or 18 months with 0% APR on approved credit. That was last year's 
deal and Gina Della from Pella was looking around saying, you know what? I actually like saving people more money, so we're going to do that one more time. We're going to give them 20 mo- 29 more days to give themselves an opportunity to take advantage of either 10-year 2.99% APR or 18-month zero APR financing. Save even more this weekend, though, because Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, guys, next weekend is going to be at the Nary Home Improvement Show at State Fair Park, and they're going to have even better opportunities for you to save money at Pella Windows and Doors. They're looking for experienced people to start joining their installation team. So many people taking advantage of the great offer right now at Pella Windows and Doors. They're hiring. Green Bay, Milwaukee, Brookfield, especially in Madison, though, is where there's a a definite need for new qualified window installers to get a part and be a part of the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin team. This is what you need. This is what you get when you apply with Pella Windows and Doors, the number one nationally recognized brand. Pella's been in business for over 100 years. Pella Windows and Doors offers premium pay, some of the highest in the industry, along with some of the best hands-on training you're going to get. You're going to work daily with project managers to ensure completion, not just going to throw you out in the field and say, all right, there you go, Johnny, enjoy. Go put those windows in and install and make sure that we can back it with a limited lifetime warranty. That is what the team does at Pella Windows and Doors. Apply immediately right now today, PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. Once again, that's PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. Don't get waitlisted by slow-moving, cheapo, chuck-in-a-truck companies. Make window replacement a part of your 2020 vision today with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Stop in or schedule your free in-home consultation today. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, PellaWI.com today. Once again, it's PellaWI.com. Tell them Billy Schmidt sent you. And Gina Della from Pella will send a certified tech out to give you the estimate that you need and also hopefully put you with the windows that you need in your home today to save you some money. 414-799-1250. It's the Big and Safe Probes postgame show. If you're leaving Pfizer Forum, we're getting to you right after this. Did that really just happen? It's time for the... Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. One of just eight teams in NBA history that has won 43 of the first... 50, what a jam right there. And that's what Brett Brown told us. Is that going to be part yep. of Pat Connington's yep. <laughs> skit at the All-Star game in the slam dunk competition? He was a terrific. Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller, TNT, the broadcast tonight. National televised game for the Bucks against the Philadelphia 76ers. Last time these two teams met up, it was on Christmas Day. It was the worst game the Bucks had all year definitely the worst that Giannis Antetokounmpo has had all year tonight he answers with his first ever 35 and 20 night 13 of 25 from the floor in 35 minutes 36 points and even 20 rebounds six assists and a steal nine of 12 from the free throw line was the reigning defending MVP in a Bucks 112 101 win I'm Bill Schmidt baby Tausch appreciate you being here pick and save pro hoops post game show driven by Mercedes Benz Milwaukee North out to the phone lines, we find Tom leaving Fiserv for him. Tom, how was the atmosphere tonight? Oh, my gosh. Uh, first of all, Baby Tausch, I love you guys, what you do in the big show. Thank you so much for putting this city on your back weekend, day in, day out. Uh, glad, to, glad to be calling no, and talking to you tonight. It's my honor, dude. I appreciate it, Tom. It's, it's an absolute blessing that I have to be here and talking into the microphone. 
Yeah, so thank you for everything. And um, so tonight, what an electric crowd. I, I'm telling you, so, you know, I, I knew tonight was going to be special. It started admittedly on a kind of a bad note. You know, Giannis had an open look behind the arc. And I think it was an air ball. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, two early air balls but, from Giannis from three. And so, but I knew a little bit after that, he stepped a bit inside the arc, same spot, took another open look and drained it. And everybody just erupted. And, you know, this city, this state puts him on their back. And if he's going to have a slightly off start to a game, it doesn't matter. Because they come out and we, we, get, we rally around him. And you could just feel the confidence tonight. Like, everybody knew this was a team. We were playing another playoff team. And, and we were going to dominate. It didn't matter how the game started. So they pulled away and they, they showed that again tonight. Every, they do it every, every week. It, it feels like they just have a switch that they can flip. Once they want to put a team away, they can. And Philadelphia hung around for, I mean, despite their best player deciding that he wanted to, to start pouting in the middle of the second quarter. Tom, they, they allowed them to, to hang around and, and still were able to get it done by, by double digits tonight. It's impressive. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was great to be there. I'm, I just feel excited to be part of this, part of this fan base for, for such a special year and, uh, with a special group of players. So, anyway, have, have a good night. Thanks again for taking my call. You too, Tom. Appreciate you doing it, man. Don't be a stranger. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop aboard as well. There's there's a different chemistry that this group has than, than other groups that I've seen, especially in this sport, right? Basketball is is much different than other, other games. It, it can be dominated so heavily on stars because of the amount that are simply just on the floor, the impact that you can have on the game as a star player. There's a, there's a different level of of focus and energy and intensity that has to go into it for the number one player. And the bucks luckily have the best guy in the league doing it. And he's able to just set a different tone, set a different temperament every single time that he steps onto the floor. Let's take it back through some of the highlights in this one tonight. Started out early, as Tom said right there. The Bucks did not look great from deep right to start because Giannis started out with an air ball from downtown, then decided I'm just going to go right at Joel Embiid. This team when they only belong 10 games. Nice move there by the Greek one, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo up and under. On Embiid. Reggie Miller, a fan of the move. Giannis makes it a 6-1 ball game. Tightens up as it went back and forth pretty much the entire first quarter. Bucks and Sixers trading blows, changing leads. Dante with a little one from downtown. Everybody wants space. Devin Shenzo. And he puts it down. His defense has been terrific. He's only a 33% three-point shooter. Dante from downtown. A little bit of room for improvement, but as... Kevin Harlan said right there, his intensity on the floor and his effort and his ability to get stops and get playing time for the Bucs has definitely been impressive. Pat Connaughton going to find himself in the dunk contest. He throws one down, and the Bucs down three, though, after one quarter, make it four, 26-22. Into the second quarter, Giannis goes right at Embiid one more time. Listen to Kevin Harlan love the MVP. Giannis will drive right at Embiid. Right at him, and that's what the best 
recipe for the Bucks inside was tonight go right at Joel Embiid because he was not good defensively at all tonight with five fouls and they got him into foul trouble early and often and Giannis part of an 8-0 run late in the second for the Bucks to take the lead into the break. Middleton he's got four. His play onto Takumbo will tap it up and in. Giannis has got 16 with 10 rebounds, another double-double. Had a double-double by halftime, had 19 after one half of basketball. Wesley Matthews into the second half. Bucks started out strong, racing into the front court, got themselves out with a 13-3 run. Part of this from Wes. Milwaukee has won 11 of 12, three. Matthews, he knew it when he let it go. Three, 10th lead change in this game. We're just out of halftime. That made it 59-57. That was the start of the run, and this one forced a timeout from Brent Brown. So catches up with the pass. Back to Middleton, triple. Back-to-back -back threes here by Milwaukee. Timeout here by Brett Brown. Brett Brown's ticked off talking about a push that was not called. Bucks on top by five. Brett Brown would stay upset because this was a part of a 14-0 run from Milwaukee. Porter, Harris, no. Moves inside. By Embiid into the rack. Timeout, Philadelphia. The lead now the biggest tonight by Milwaukee. 13 points on a 14-0 run. That in the middle of the third quarter made it 70-57. to It would tighten up from there. Then Kyle Korver with a little bit of a step back as time expired on the shot clock, putting the Bucks back up 10. Screen Korver. Shot clock down to six. Out to the Kumbo. Bump, feed, the fake, the fire. Knock it down. How long have we been seeing that from that young man? One of the best all-time three-point shooters this game has ever seen. Korver continuing to get it done off the bench. Kyle Korver going up against his old team as he started his career with the Philadelphia 76ers. That made it 77-67 bucks. And Pat Connaughton practicing for a little bit of the dunk contest next weekend in Chicago. Do you remember what your PR was when you played? It was nowhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drive and the jam. That's Connaughton. Warming up for that dunk contest, Kevin. Two-handed baseline slam from Connaughton puts the Bucks up 14, and they outscore the 76ers by nine in the third quarter, and they keep it up into the fourth. But Eric Bledsoe, just before that period expires, Philadelphia starting to get some momentum. Had it within seven. Bucks weren't having any Final of that. Second, here's Bledsoe. He's got seven, six, and four. Three, good! Bledsoe with a triple. So they thought they had gotten some momentum, and just like that, it's erased. The lead is 12. None doing for the momentum for those in the Philadelphia 76ers jerseys. Into the fourth quarter, Bucks continue to get some elbow room. A couple of threes from Chris Middleton, and this one an exclamation point put the Bucks up 15 when Giannis, after going right at Embiid, that does it one more time, but no planet, Pat, why don't you finish it? rebound by... Out to the Kuhn ball. 17. Look at this. Who's he going back out? Nice what a feed. Pass. What a feed. Spoon feeds Connington. Terrific assist by the playmaking out of the Kumbo. And Giannis is once again doing everything out here. He was doing everything and anything to help the club win. And they did just that. 112 
101. The final Bucks beat the 76ers tonight, even up that season series at one apiece. And we're going to hear from that guy, Giannis Atetokounmpo, coming up next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. But first, how about a little bit of a defensive play of the game? Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Defensively, Bucks did it. They had a little bit of a block party. Eight blocks for the team, three from the Eastern Conference's leader in that category, Brooke Lopez. He rejected three. Bucks continue to deflect, impede, and just swarm. 76ers getting into the paint tonight. Bucks also get themselves a couple of steals in the game tonight. Eric Bledsoe with a pair of those, and they out-rebound the 76ers 60-50, to 51-39 on the defensive end. An 11-point win as the Bucks knock off the 76ers. Here from the MVP, Mike Budenholzer, Matt Velasquez. Still a lot to come. Don't go anywhere. Bucks beat the 76ers. are now 44-7, 23, 24-3 at Serve Forum. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Keep it right here. You got the fan. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Going to go inside the locker room and hear from Giannis Antetokounmpo here coming up shortly with... Kristen Ledlow on TNT. But first, an X factor into tonight's game. One of the old catchphrases from everyone's favorite Jason Kidd. Energy and effort. Yeah, the uh, the Bucks was on a completely different level than the energy and effort that you saw from the Philadelphia 76ers. Talk to John Johnson of WIP, covers the 76ers and has for a number of years in the Philadelphia market earlier today on the big show. And he just didn't dismiss the idea because actually he was the one that first kind of brought it up in a tweet saying that Brett Brown was just kind of standing towards the end of the plank there in Philadelphia. When you have a game like this, where, where the team just simply does not have that type of effort, that type of intensity, these are games that get coaches fired. And I, and I don't love calling for guys jobs because this is such a volatile position. It's such an incredible high stress nature and and from somebody that has been fired before it's not fun but it is the nature of the business guys are hired in this league to be fired and it's part of the conversation and frankly part of my job but when you see a club with that type of attitude it's just really unbecoming I mean I don't know how much what other way you can put it like that type of attitude and, and the free fall that that organization is in uh, does not reflect on Elton Brand and the team that he's put together while their bench maybe is lacking in a couple of different areas. Uh, it is a different club and a different attitude around that 76ers team. And Reggie Miller said it on the broadcast tonight, and he's exactly right. I think we all might uh, owe Jimmy Butler an apology, or at least recant maybe what we thought about. When he decided to go to Miami, I totally thought Jimmy Butler was 
saying, guys, I'm going to go hang out on the beach, enjoy some sunshine. And instead, uh, it may have been because he wanted to get away from a little bit of a toxic environment. 414-799-1250. Let's go to Ryan in Tosa. He's up at 799-1250. Ryan, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I was at the game tonight, and I'll tell you, I I know Philly looks a little bit like a mess right now, but I still think they're our only cha- challenge in the East. I know I know Miami's added a little firepower, um, but I'll tell you, Philly, if they're clicking on all cylinders, and they certainly were not tonight, but Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are they're a scary tandem. Uh, especially in person, man, I was impressed with, I mean, I know uh, Simmons' stat line wasn't much to look at tonight, although he did fill the stat line. He didn't score very much. For sure. But, but man, I'll tell you, you know, I, I think as far as the Bucks go in the Eastern Conference, I think they're the only matchup I wouldn't love to see in a seven-game series. Um, my, I know Miami got better these last couple days, um, but I'll, I'll tell you, I think this year is shaping up for us to make a run. Um, I, I think anything short of the finals is, is a failure for the Bucks this year. Well, Ryan, it's clearly theirs to lose, right? And, and that's when you're the front runner. It might be the obvious well, choice. No. But, I mean, it's so clear and beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Bucks are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Now they just have to get it done. And I'm, I won't completely disagree with you on the belief that the 76ers might be the toughest matchup because throughout the entirety of the night tonight, however poorly they were playing and whatever the effort was, uh, I definitely did still feel like they match up really, really well against this Bucks team. I'm right there with you. I think it's one of those things where, you know, they, they have the length and they have the shooting. I mean, Tobias Harris, I think, is so underrated, you know, and considering that they didn't have um, Richardson healthy, you know, I'll tell you, I think it's when they're at full strength, they're they're tough to beat. And I, I got a question. I Did – did Al Horford shoot a two-point shot tonight? That guy took a lot of threes tonight. He did, and so did Joel Embiid. He chucked up a bunch of triples as well. Uh, Al Horford did attempt a two-point shot, just did not make one. He was 5 of 17 from the floor, 5 of 12 from downtown. Ryan, appreciate the time tonight, man, all right? Thank you. You can also get in line at 414-799-1250. But this guy's time is down at Fiserv Forum. JS Online, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, also at Matt underscore Velasquez. Our Milwaukee basketball insider is up now. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net. Or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. A 112-101 win for the Bucks, and they get back at the 76ers. That Christmas Day debacle with a victory at Pfizer Forum tonight. Now joining us from Pfizer Forum, aforementioned, Matt Velasquez, JS Online, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and right here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show each and every night. Matt, appreciate it with 36 and 20. The first 35 and 20 game for Giannis in his career. How many more milestones like that uh, can we expect to still cross off for this guy? Uh, the, the number is endless. I mean, could you see him doing a 40 and 20? 
Sure, why not? Yeah. Could you see him doing a 40, 20, and 10 like triple double? Uh, sure. Like just just name the numbers, and uh, I'll tell you when you get too high because I think, <laughs> you know, basically if it's if it's within like reason and like if it's a number that's like under 50, uh, and not. I mean, you can just see it happening, right? Like yeah. he, he. I don't want to put a ceiling on him because I don't know that he has one. Every single time you do, he he's just continues to exceed expectations. And I don't know what anybody's wildest expectations were for Giannis this year. But uh, having a better PER than uh, Wilt Chamberlain, yeah, that's probably exceeding anybody's expectations for what he's done in 2019-2020. Yeah, and not just better than Wilt Chamberlain, but better than literally anyone who has ever played NBA basketball like, ever. for a single season. <laughs> Like, you know, all those people, there there have been a few who have played basketball in the NBA over over time. And he is uh, more efficient than any of them. And, you know, obviously we saw Giannis on Christmas struggle against this uh, the 76ers team, just 8 of 27. Uh, you know, he was dealing with a bad back, apparently, since he missed the next two games after that. Um, but tonight, man, he was... He was on one. Like he was attacking. Yeah. He was going right at Joel Embiid. Al Horford didn't matter. Um, you know, 13 of 25 from the floor. Um, just absolutely strong, dominant. Finished it off with that, you know, crazy dunk toward the end. Uh, just, just a heck of a game from him. He had to have had a little bit of something in store for Joel Embiid. I mean, the guy takes him first with the all with his first pick in the All Star game uh, selection earlier tonight, and then just babied him in the paint and and Matt I felt like maybe I was being a little hard on Joel Embiid until I heard Charles Barkley Shaq Reggie Miller Kenny Smith all agree with me that that dude's energy and effort to borrow a Jason Kidd slogan um is just so much so poor I, I don't know exactly how you bank on that as your number one player when in a game like tonight it appeared that he decided to go and take his ball and go sit at the end of the bench for a while yeah, and it's crazy, too, because, like, Barkley had called him out earlier this season, and then on Christmas, he was really dominant against the Bucs. He was bringing it. Uh, he was coming hard. Like, every possession, he was knocking down shots. He was confident. Uh, his defense was, was enveloping. Like, he was really good. And tonight, like, that wasn't the same player we saw. Like, there's no question. Uh, you know, he, he didn't get off to a, a great shooting start. I think he was he, one of 12 uh, to start the game or something like that. Um, he was looking hesitant on three-pointers. Didn't really get going from three-point range until the fourth quarter. Uh, Bucks were leaving him open. He, he made three of ten, which they're going to gladly live with uh, if he's shooting like that. And you know that, that's kind of the book on Embiid is, you know, you know how how dominant he can be when he gets the ball inside. Uh, so you would rather you know kind of just deal with you know what's going to happen outside. You try and maybe contest him, um, but if he's putting up threes, uh, he, he's not a great shooter from out there. So you know the Bucks took their chances, and tonight it paid off. Uh, but they were also just like really good inside uh brooke lopez robin lopez in particular the way he was able to come off the bench uh Giannis in there too the guards uh were were you know playing up maybe a position uh on defense and, and wesley matthews was really good uh in particular um you know bud said it might have been wesley's best uh best defensive game this season which is saying something he's had a bunch of them yeah no um, doubt yeah you know, so, so the bucks were just making it really hard for joel Embiid, and i think at some point they might have broken down it sure felt like they did, Matt. I mean, there there were a couple of points when he was just chilling on the bench and it looked like he was ready to take off his, his hand tape. And, and sure, he's still coming back from the injury, but, I mean, I just look at that draft, and especially today, the day of NBA trade deadline. I mean, Jabari Parker gets dealt last night. 
the number one overall pick in that draft, Andrew Wiggins, gets traded today in a deal where it definitely appeared like they wanted to move in a different direction because of this, that, or the other thing. And then Joel Embiid, I still don't know exactly which of those guys that I would have wanted in that draft, but with that type of attitude, I just don't know if the talent is incredible. He's the best talent that I've seen at that center position, I think, really in this league, but the, the attitude just doesn't add up. Yeah, well, no, if you were redoing that draft, you'd definitely take Joel Embiid. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, especially since, you know, he, he's been a multi-time all-star, those other guys haven't been. But the, the inconsistencies, I'm, I'm sure, are maddening for, for Sixers fans. And, and the way that they played, uh, you know, generally pretty well when he was out and then he comes back and they're kind of back to their, their kind of iffy, iffy ways. And they've lost four in a row now, all on the road. They don't know really how to win on the road. Um, you know, Brett Brown was saying like he kind of knows the answer, but they still have to figure it out, work it out. It's it's crazy. Um, but you mentioned the trade deadline. I asked Giannis about it after the game. You know, and he said, thank God the Bucks didn't do anything. That was his, his big thing. He goes, these are the guys I go to war with. These are guys I want to go to war with for the rest of the season. Um, you know, he, he was you know, effusive in, in his uh, in his praise of his teammates, and he was really glad um, that the Bucks didn't do anything because, you know, like I said, these are the guys he said he wants to go to war with. Were you somewhat surprised they didn't do anything? No, I was not surprised at all. I, I was I was talking to, to Chuck and Bart this morning, uh, and before I got on the radio, they were like, oh, he must be having late nights and not sleeping, and I was like, man, I went to bed at 9.30 last night. Like, <laughs> I, 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 had, I had total confidence that the Bucks weren't going to do anything. Obviously, I had my story. Uh, in, in JS Online on Monday, uh, you know about you know talking to John Horst and, w- and what he had to say about the trade deadline, and, and he's you know he made it clear that you know more than likely they weren't going to do something, and so I was like, all right, you know what, that's uh, right from the horse's mouth. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna you know kind of go with that. I'll monitor things, but it just didn't seem like there was a, a real you know need or a, an avenue toward a, a sure. difference-making deal, and they're not gonna force it. Matt, who do you think got? Uh, better or the most uh, improved over the trade deadline earlier today? I was talking Eastern Conference, whole NBA. What are we talking about? Whole NBA. Hmm. I'm I'm not sure. I think that the Clippers could have gotten uh, decently better, um, you know, considering they're, they're already really good. I think Marcus Morris can fit and help. Uh, I think Miami, if, if all the players that they got um, kind of play at, at the level that we've seen them play in the past, uh, that could make them an even more formidable team. Um, I, I think Memphis had a really good trade deadline in terms yeah. of like acquire, acquiring picks. Not that they're necessarily better right now, but like you know, plugging in a few pieces who could, who can help them uh, while also getting some some draft capital um, and, and opening things up for the future. Um, I, I think they they had a really good deadline. Um, weirdly enough, the Knicks I thought they had a good a good deadline. Not that they are any better right now, but like. You know, if you're gonna try and tear things down, like right, yeah, tear, yeah, yeah, tear them down. Give them so, a little, give them a little uh, credit. They did something right. There you go, New York Knicks. Congratulations, James, James Nolan. May, maybe they did. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's as far as I'll go with the Knicks. That maybe they did something right. Matt, uh, hearing from Wesley Matthews earlier today, Pat Connaughton a little bit too. Uh, it was clear that this game maybe meant a little bit more to the Bucks because of the way I think they lost the game in Philadelphia after the game uh, what was the f- mood in that locker room after this one uh, I mean I, I think it was like most other games I think they were happy about it I think Bud was a little bit punchier than normal I think he he wouldn't admit it but I think he he appreciated this one a little bit more um, you know which you know you don't usually necessarily get like a punchy kind of um, 
you know, happier flipping butt after games. And so that was a little bit different. Uh, and after we finished asking asking Chris Middleton some questions, I was like, Chris, is it fair to say uh, that you guys kind of enjoy this one a little bit more? Because uh, what happened in uh, in December, or, you know, would you say that? He goes, eh, I think you could say that. And he had a big smile on his face. So, you know, I, I, th- I think he enjoyed it too. Well, there it is. That's Matt Velasquez not only giving you the insight from the locker room, but also with a big league tease because we'll hear from Coach Bud and Chris Middleton after this break. Matt, appreciate it, man. We'll talk on Saturday, all right? I didn't even know I was good at radio, and there I am setting you right up. You're right into it, man. You could do this. Don't <laughs> don't tell everybody because you might take this gig or they'll just get rid of me. No, no. We, we need to keep you around. We're, we're having too much fun. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk on Saturday. All right. Sounds that's Matt Velasquez joining us from down at Pfizer Forum here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. We are going to hear from Coach Bud along with Chris Middleton and Giannis Atetokounmpo coming up next. But first, let's take a look at the enemy tonight, shall we? Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. Well, the enemy looked like they were beaten, battered, and just about done. 76 has now lost four straight road games. They're now 9-19 and away from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia with 25 points from Tobias Harris tonight. He had a little bit of juice going and playing his former team. Five of six from downtown. Six of 26 was Joel Embiid from the field. Three of 10 from downtown was the all-star center with 19 points, 11 from Ben Simmons, just six shot attempts from Ben Simmons, stunningly none from beyond the arc. One of four from the foul line, 14 boards and nine assists. Flirted with a triple-double, did Ben Simmons, but really just never got going offensively for the Philadelphia 76ers. Also at 15, all from downtown from Al Horford. Shot the ball from deep 12 times, more than any other player in tonight's game. Come on back, we hear from Coach Bud, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Atetokounmpo. Don't go anywhere. Pick and Save Pro Post Game Show driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North. I'm Bill Schmidt with you on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks injury report with uh, one man apparently on it. Earlier today, there was no one else listed on the injury report, but George Hill didn't play and still do the hamstring. But day-to-day, Mike Budenholzer earlier today said that there would be no reason to think that maybe he wouldn't be there, but instead uh, they give George Hill one more day off, one more day of rest before they ramp him up and hopefully get him ready for Saturday night's game when the Bucks are back on the floor and back on the road in Orlando, taking on the Orlando Magic for a 4 o'clock tip, 5 o'clock Eastern. 
for all those folks uh, enjoying us here down in Orlando, Florida tonight. 414-799-1250. If you want to join the conversation, you're going to hear some locker room sound here momentarily. Before the game, Mike Budenholzer had an interesting look at what this game was going to take. And ultimately, the difference that he sees with his club on a day-in and day-out basis. Then to one with the Philadelphia 76ers and just how smooth does he believe his club is uh, moving along here in 2019-2020? You know, season half, a lot of us. So I think, you know, we feel like that's an edge and an advantage that we have that, um, you know, you can't say that when you're 50 games into a season, at least new coaching staff, a new style. So I'm assuming all across the league, everybody tries to get better. And some years you make a trade, some years you don't. And what they've done to date is impressive and excited about, you know, I think we can get better and this group can uh, continue to grow and um, feel really great about our team. And understandably so, the Bucks do not make a move at the trade deadline as it passes earlier today at 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. Bucks, one of the teams that definitely did not have to make a move. Some believe that maybe they still would, and I think kudos to John Horst and the rest of the personnel department for the Milwaukee Bucks not overthinking it and not changing up and messing up with the chemistry of this Milwaukee Bucks team that uh, has been so good early on here in the season and just continue to roll with it, allow the group to develop and grow together, which at this point in the season you see – the chemistry between the team and you see the just admiration that the club has for not only Mike Budenholzer, but also each other. Uh, it's something that seems rare and is rare in pro sports. And it should be, should be applauded for just the type of togetherness that this Milwaukee Bucks team has on a night in and night out basis. Let's go inside the locker room brought to you by Granville business improvement district. Granville connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. Let's hear from Giannis first with Kristen Ledlow before we hear him inside the locker room. This after the game on TNT. 36 points, 20 rebounds. Your coach has continually stressed the green light, even when the shots aren't falling like they weren't in the first half. But where does the confidence stem from, even when the shots aren't falling at first? I got I to gotta keep making plays. I got to stay aggressive. Uh, that's what I get paid to do. That's what my teammates want me to do. That's what I'm going to do all night. It doesn't really matter if I make shots. I can still make plays for my teammates. So that's the mindset that I have. Before this game, you made the flawless transition from reigning MVP to general manager. You drafted Joel Embiid first. How are you feeling about your team you've assembled for next weekend? I think my team is uh, they're going to be great. We're all going to play hard. The big no. guys are going to play hard. The no. big guys are going to grind. Giannis. You know, uh, no. through the game. Sorry, bud. And um, I'm pretty happy for my, for my selection. Well, all right, Giannis, we love you, man. All right? Love you, dude. Great work. Great work in the game. 36 points. Go along with 20 rebounds. But, uh, dude, I think you're going to catch an L in that All-Star game, I hate to tell you. That team that Giannis Tedekumbo drafted earlier today, opposite what uh, LeBron James did, I, I'm all for the prediction business, especially uh, when it results in the ability to make financial investments off of those predictions. This is the team that Giannis has acquired or at least put together uh, for his all-star team festivities here this season. Now, once again, not 
trying to go up against anybody and say anything bad about any of these players that are going to be together with Giannis coming up tonight. But this is just the club. This is the starting unit for Giannis opposite what it is for LeBron James. See if you notice a trend here. Giannis, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, Trey Young. The starting unit for Team LeBron, Ron James, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. Yikes. Also, the exact same starters that it would be when it was the East versus West. Giannis had the chance to draft James Harden, but uh, this was his answer as to why he passed and went with Kemba Walker. I'm between Kemba and Trey Young. Wait, you don't, want, I gotta the, go. you don't want the dribbler? <laughs> I want somebody that's going to pass the ball. That's what I want. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, crossover killer, step back master, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. All right. Yeah, you can see that coming. Well, he needs a guard. He needs a point guard. That was just, I mean, goodness gracious. Let me, just one more time. Just check this out. This was on TNT before the game. Wait, you don't, but want, I gotta the, go. you don't want the dribbler? <laughs> I want somebody that's going to pass the ball. That's what I want. <laughs> that's Giannis as to why he decided to not go with James Harden with his uh, fourth selection in the all-star draft earlier on today. So into the reserves, Giannis has Bam out of Bayou. Good player. Jimmy Butler, another teammate. Rudy Gobert, a lot of bigs. Brandon Ingram, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, obviously the number one pick for Giannis in the reserve category, and then go with Donovan Mitchell. That will go up against the bench of Nikola Jokic, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMontis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Russell Westbrook. There will uh, there will be a sizable advantage, I believe, leaning towards Team LeBron when the official projections and lineups and spreads come out for that one. But it's going to be fun, always fun to see Giannis on primetime in national TV and just hanging out. You get to see just some of the personality from the guy as you just see an incredible effort every time that he's on the floor. You get to see some of the behind the scenes with him, and he's just about just as much fun uh, off the floor as he is on the floor to watch. Giannis met with reporters after tonight's game and touched on just what it meant to be able to put together that type of effort against a team that caught a pretty bad L against earlier in the year. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, when Coach Bob comes in here and um, talk to us and um, we talk to one another and um, we realize as a team, like, what we, we're doing wrong and um, we give them a lot of praise. Whenever we, we shot the ball, they were just taking off. And uh, we knew that for us, you know, to be um, close out the game, we got to come out hard in the third quarter. Uh, and you can see, like, we're one of the first guys out there on the court, you know, warming up as a team, shooting shots, getting a lane going, because we know how important the third quarter is, um, because we got to set the tone. And uh, we've been doing this all, all season long, and hopefully we can keep it up. What do you think of the job you guys did on NBA tonight? I think... Let me, to be honest with you, I think uh, Brooke and uh, Robin did a great job. I think the guys were doing a good job, you know, helping and um, showing crowd and uh, putting the hands in there. He was trying to draw a lot of fouls uh, because whenever he see a crowd or he see hands, he's trying to, like, you know, uh, put the ball up, out and uh, get that foul. But um, at the end of the day, you know, Embiid is a great player. 
um, great players. You know, you can make it tough to them, but at the end of the day, they gotta miss the shot. And uh, today was six for uh, 26, and I think um, we did a great job. You know, just making as tough as possible for them. Last game, you had spent a bunch of time guarding Zion in this game. You have Wes guarding Al Horford. You guys are going small, but you guys are still having guards who are able to hang with those guys. What do you think about the way that they've been able to, to do that? Amazing, amazing. I think. Um, you know, sometimes other teams go small so they can uh, attack us and, um, you know, uh, create plays for themselves. But we can go small. We can have Wes guard the four. We can have Pat guard the four. We can have Sterling guard the four. You know, and uh, that, that's really good. You know, that uh, gives a lot of spacing on offense. Gives us uh, a lot of three-point shooting also. And uh, we got we got guys that can uh, defend, you know. So that's why co Coach... Uh, you know, puts puts them, put them on them. What was your mindset there in the fourth quarter? It looked like every time you had either Al or Embiid on you, you'd pull them out a little bit, get your steps right, and attack the basket. Um, it's kind of it's kind of shaky. Um, you know, it's three minutes to go. You're up 12, or I don't remember, 13, 14, something like that. You know, you can attack and make something happen. Uh, because I think the clock was like 18, 19, or you can just wait like this it's not going to change i'm going to still have Embiid or Hofer guard me guys going to show a crowd um so if i attack when it's at 18 on the clock or when it's seven on the clock it's going to be the same thing so i was just trying to be smarter just trying to make the time go by uh, we, have, we have a lead um, they're chasing we're not chasing um just try to make it good, take a good shot and um yeah just try to make uh, create a good shot for my teammate or for myself what do you think that cutback had what? What'd you think of that cut by Pat? That Ama amazing. I think uh, me and Pat have a great connection. Uh, I think he can read really well where the guy is guarding him, when the guy is showing crowd to me, when to go back door. Uh, he's so athletic. Wherever you throw him, the boy's going to go get it. Um, am amazing read. Amazing read by uh, Pat. I think five straight 30, 15 <coughs> games now. Now this was 20 rebounds to what do you think? Uh, you know, it's just accounting for that. It's crazy. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that we are winning. I'm happy that um, we're playing good. But I get a lot better. I can, I can be smarter. I can be sharper. I can make uh, better passes on time. I can make uh, shots, three-point shot, two-point shot. Um, I can be better. So that's the mindset that I have. I'm happy for the games. I'm happy that we're winning. But I still gotta like improve so I can help my teammate. Um, you know, do better and all that. How about that? That comes from Chris. He, he always like put me in a bad situation, throws me a bad pass. But, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think uh, Chris, uh, he was about to throw me the lob, but um, I covered the uh, tip the ball, so I was able to uh, follow the ball and uh, you know, get the, uh, the dunk. I think a lot of teams, they're you know getting players so they can uh, you know play against us. They can guard us better. They can uh, just you know do better against us. Uh, but you know I think we're the best team in the NBA. We have the best record in the NBA. Um, for me, I think there should not be you know, any change. And thank God there wasn't. Uh, I think the guys that we have, you know, the games that we have in the team is amazing right now. The guys that we have, they're playing great, and um, you know, these are the guys that I'm going to go to war with. These are the guys I've been going to war with all season, and um, 
you know, I'm happy that we still have the same team. That's Giannis after the game tonight. 36 points go along with 20 rebounds. 20 rebounds. First time Giannis has put together a night of 35 points and 20 rebounds in his career. And I'm also going to go out on a limb and say that will not be the last time Giannis has a stat line of that here in his career as he is just off to an unworldly start, even better than he was in his MVP season of 2018-2019. Chris Middleton talked after the game as well. Matt Velasquez said afterwards he thought maybe they wanted just a little bit more after what happened Christmas Day. Yeah, I think it was great. Um, Giannis, Brooke, um, Rolo down there, even Wes was battling down there. Of, uh, just keeping those guys off the free throw line was just huge. Um, and then making them shoot and make tough shots. You guys have said before that when teams make a lot of threes, it can be deflating. But can you, how much do you feel like you guys counteracted that by even though they were making shots that they couldn't get anything good inside? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they have much of the rhythm that they wanted to. Uh, I think we did a great, great job playing physical with them without fouling. They're a great team that usually gets to their spots, create a lot of fouls. Um, we were able to avoid that for the most part. Al Horford has been a center his entire career. He's backed down a bunch of guys in his career. What did it say about Wesley that he just stands in as a shooting guy? He's like, all right, it's fine, I got it. Wesley, I mean, he's a versatile defender. Um, he's a tank down there. He can battle with the big guys and, and still be quick enough uh, to handle the, the smaller guys too, which is uh, huge for us. I mean, he's been doing it all year long. I don't think he, he's gotten much credit up until probably tonight when people haven't really seen it up close. You talked about Giannis and Brooke, but what kind of responsibility do you think the guards have when it comes to protecting the paint? It is. I mean, we got to guard our guy one-on-one. Um, and then, you know, usually they're right behind us, um, Brooke and Giannis and Lolo. I mean, <clears throat> Making the shoot and make tough shots, um, but uh, Blair does a great job of getting to into uh, the, his defender, making them make tough shots or, or tough passes. Chris, do you think uh, frustrated and beat a lot? I mean, he was taking a lot of threes. He wasn't getting inside until a little bit late in the game. Yeah, I think um, we just wouldn't let him get to most of his sweet, sweet spots. Um, didn't foul him, which is which is huge. Um, that's how he usually sets up his whole game, and uh, I think the biggest did a great job in not fouling. Chris, how would you describe the energy and effort that Giannis brought to this point? He brings it every night. I mean, that's him. That's what he does. Um, he does a great job every night playing as hard as he can, and we try to feed off of that. I don't know if anyone has sent you the picture yet, but you had a pretty priceless reaction to Giannis's putback dunk. I don't know. Uh, just what's going through your mind is you throw that alley up against tipped, and somehow Giannis still finishes it. Like, damn, we got a piece of it. I thought it was a turnover. And next thing you know, he's throwing it back in the rim uh, with, with some force to it behind it. So it was definitely a, a heck of a play by, by Giannis. You guys, you know, no moves at the trade deadline. How do you guys feel about that here in the locker room? Just gives every guy in this room confidence. Um, no matter how the season's going, they've been playing or not. That upstairs, our coaching staff, and everybody else just leads in this group, uh, which is which is key, which is huge, man. Everybody shows confidence in, in each other. How important is it when you can keep that chemistry going where you know you don't have guys who are worried and everybody obviously you know has a role they can continue to play? It's huge. Like I said, it just gives us confidence. No matter what type of season you're having, good or bad, um, that Upstairs, they feel like you're a valuable uh, piece to this to this run that we're trying to make. When you start off cold in that first half, and then happens the second half that you did. Just how rewarding does that feel? That you know you're doing the right thing, you're taking the right shots, and then you're actually going down. Staying with um, teammates, but telling them to stay aggressive, keep shooting it, um, play my game, don't worry about that first half. That's Chris Middleton after the game here tonight. After the Bucks get a 112-101 victory over the Philadelphia 76ers, one of the only seven teams to hand the Bucks a loss on the year. Bucks 
get back on the winning track against those 76ers tonight with 36 points, 20 boards, go along with six assists from Giannis Atetokounmpo, a 20-piece from Chris Middleton, as you heard right there. Three of eight from downtown, not the best shooting night from deep for Chris, but eight of 17 from the floor, go along with seven rebounds and a few assists as well for Chris. Another good stat line, another solid game for Chris Middleton as he improves on his second all-star season for the Milwaukee Bucks. Come on back. We'll take a look around the NBA. A couple of minutes for you still at 414-799-1250. Do you want to weigh in here this hour on the fan is brought to you by Schneider. Schneider been offering more home time and less hours than anybody prior to. If you want to join the team, go to schneiderjobs.com. Once again, schneiderjobs.com or 414-8 or 1-800-44-PRIDE. Excuse me, schneiderjobs.com. If you want to go with Orange, and they've been offering more home time than anybody else at SchneiderJobs.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. My name is Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, driven by Mercedes-Benz Milwaukee North. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan. Who played a big role off the bench today? Let's check our bench mob moment of the game. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. One of just eight teams in NBA history that has won 43 of the first 51. What a jam right there. And that's what Brett Brown told us. Is that going to be part yep. of Pat Connington's yep. <laughs> skit at the All-Star game in the slam dunk competition? Who is it? Do you remember what your PR was when you played? It was nowhere near that. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, the child and the champ. That's Connington. Warming up for that dunk contest, Kevin. Let Pat dunk. 2020, it worked. Pat's going to be in the dunk contest, and he was uh, warming up, to say the least, tonight in a 112-101 win for the Milwaukee Bucks. My name is Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. Pick and save probes postgame show inside the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios. A look elsewhere in the NBA tonight. About six and a half minutes remaining in Portland. Trailblazers clinging to a six-point lead over San Antonio 110 104, the only other game still in action. They're about halfway through the third. One-point lead out at Staples Center for the visiting Houston Rockets, 76-75 over LeBron AD and the L.A. Lakers. Other finals, just two other ones in the association tonight. Orlando, who the Bucks go and face at their place on Saturday for a 4 o'clock tip, take a two-point loss against the New York Knicks tonight, 105-103, and the New Orleans Pelicans, one. 25 119 winners at the United Center against the Chicago Bulls. 36 and 20 for Giannis. He's the most dominant player in the world, the most dominant player on the floor tonight. And the Bucks get another W for Austin D. Our crew down at Pfizer Forum. My name is Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. We're back on Saturday after the Bucks and Magic here on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.